Welcome to SADCAST, the podcast for working creatives. This is episode 72. I'm your host, Pamela Runes. So a couple months ago, Adobe released this creative personality quiz, and I love a good personality test because I'm a narcissist. Anyway, I found it really interesting because it tells you your creative type and your creative habits and who you'd collaborate well with. The type I got is the adventurer. I won't read you the whole spiel, but cliff notes are, my creative strengths are high levels of ener- creative energy, spirit of curiosity and play, and my untapped potential is committing myself to developing one particular skill or project, which is like totally true. I often get bored of a project and just I'm like, thank you, next. Um, yeah, I'm a real like catch me while I care type attitude. <laughs> so uh, something to work on for sure. Uh, My ideal collaborator is the artist, which was interestingly what a lot of the other art directors and designers in my office got, as well as last month's guest, Graham Zirk, who I meant to talk to about this on air, but then I forgot because, you know, see previous point. Anyway, another interesting tidbit um, from mine said that when your creative energy doesn't have anywhere meaningful to go, you can easily become frustrated, aimless, and even depressed. And this is definitely very true. Um, It reminds me of something I once heard, it was in relation to writing, but it would probably apply to any creative field. You're a writer, writers must write. If you don't write, you'll become a menace to society. And I think I for sure do become a menace to society when I'm not making anything worthwhile, or if I'm not making anything, or if I'm in a project that isn't working. You know, you can just ask my husband when he wants me to go to bed, but I like just can't because the thing I'm working on like still sucks and I literally can't sleep if I'm leaving it in a shitty place. So actually that quote um, about being a menace came from Maria Semple, who wrote the book, Where'd You Go Bernadette? Soon to become a movie that looks like it's been sanitized. I don't know. It's hard to tell from a trailer, but um, I really love the book. It's about an architect who basically becomes a menace because she can't build anything. Um, And I won't spoil it further than that. Anyway, you can check out the Creative Types quiz yourself at mycreativetype.com. This isn't a sponsorship. I mean, Adobe, please sponsor me. But uh, no, I just thought you might all find it as interesting as I did. Did you know Sad Mag's next issue is all about the future? Not the rapper, (laughs) but the time frame, the concept. Pitches for your best essays, articles, poems, stories, and artwork on that evasive time, which holds so much promise and evokes so much anxiety. Check out sadbag.ca for more details. You might recognize our guests from today from our last sad comedy show. Andrea Jin is one of the fastest rising comics in the Vancouver comedy scene. Born in Shanghai, she moved to Canada at 10 years old, where she taught herself English through watching sitcoms and stand-up comedians. Andrea's comedy speaks to her experiences as a young Asian woman and a fellow Canadian. She's performed at Just for Laughs Northwest, Sirius XM's top comic, is a part of the 2019 Just for Laughs Northwest compilation album, and is a regular at comedy shows like ours all over the city. Here's my chat with Andrea. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. Hi. You're a comedian in the city. Mm-hmm. And I was reading up on uh, your bio and you came here when you were 10 years old. And yeah. it also says like you learned comedy through watching like sitcoms. Well, I learned English. Or too. English. Yeah. What sitcoms? Um, <laughs> they're really stupid because I was a kid, right? I was 10. Yeah. So I yeah. was watching like things that look like cartoons. and I didn't realize that it was a uh, sitcom. Oh, okay. yeah, I don't know if you can call Family Guy a sitcom. Sure you can. Yeah, okay. 
yeah. I was watching Family Guy because it looked like a cartoon. Right, and I would right. Be like, oh, this is cool. That and is so explicit. And I bet your parents <laughs> like were just like, oh, it's just a cartoon. Yeah, no, they thought that, and they were like, oh, this fat guy again. Like, they, they I watched it every night at nine o'clock on like Cartoon Network or something. I don't know what. No, not Cartoon Network. They only play like kid cartoons. Yeah, whatever. It was, it was on, on Comedy Fox, Central or something. Yeah. Fox. Yeah. I don't know. One of those. And then I would watch it every night. And I wouldn't really understand it, but I would just like, I kind of learned English through that. Yeah. And also Friends, because my um, mom brought home like the entire DVD set of Friends <laughs> with like Chinese subtitles to help her learn right. English. And then she never watched it, but I watched all of it. And then people ask me, they're like, why don't you watch The Simpsons? It's like so much better, which I agree, it is better, but yeah. like, it was just how it happened. And, like, well, I tried watching The Simpsons. It was just, like, the jokes were too advanced. Yeah. I didn't know English. Yeah, and then, yeah. so, um, I didn't catch any of the jokes, so I, I would get bored. Whereas, like, Family Guy was just, like, a lot of, wow, like, just, Practical like, jokes. Bopping around, yeah. like, yeah, and just, um... There's also a lot of physical. advanced weird jokes in there, too, that are quite crass. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, it's just, like, air humping or something, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just... Do you think that informed your comedy? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah, most people would describe my comedy as uh, Peter Griffin, no, no. Well, I'm there's like definitely, <laughs> like, definitely some explicit stuff in there. Yeah. And now are you doing that, like specifically to maybe like counteract some stereotypes about Asian women or is it just like your personality and that's just how um, you are I I guess it's my personality because I try to be myself yeah as much as possible like ev every so often I'll watch like a professional comedian like I I watched Ali Wong when she is was here like yesterday yeah. and um she is very like loud and yelly but also like she's very dirty like yeah. her comedy is very dirty and um but it's very herself you can tell she's being herself and i'm like i'm not that commanding when i'm on stage you know um yeah more of a deadpan style though it's yeah like a little bit different yeah, yeah yeah it's different but then i'll watch her and i'll be like oh i need to be more like her like no. look at her commanding the room like everyone's listening to her but uh, no you kind of have to yeah stay stay true to yourself and like be yourself because people can tell if you're trying to be something else yeah you're not. when you first started um did you like try to emulate someone like did you go through kind of phases to find like your voice yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, I watched Tig, Nataro, and, like, um, yeah, just, oh, yeah, I remember watching Russell Peters, too, like, um, when I was a little kid. But, yeah, I, I think I would try to be, like, Tig, or I would try to be, like, Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Um, but it's funny, because a lot of people will come up to me, and they'll be like, oh, you're, like, you remind me of Sarah Silverman. I was like, what? That's so okay well yeah maybe well it's kind of like that flip <laughs> that deadpan flip that you yeah. do like similar okay but like you're so i mean you're different you're you <laughs> you're you thank you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't don't take offense to that what's your um joke writing process well i think i just talk to people oh uh, yeah like just every day like it's weird because when i try to write a joke it usually is not that great because it seems too forced yeah so just like i think a lot of comedians do this where they'll just be talking to someone and then we'll, we'll just be talking to each other and then we'll say something funny and we'll make each other laugh and then we'll be like oh 
wait, actually, I'm going to write that down. Yeah. And usually we'll just write it down, like, yeah. write it down, and then we'll do it on stage later. Either it works or not. Yeah, I, th- I think it's kind of like that. It's more natural. But some comedians will sit down and write. And I think I've tried that before. It just doesn't really work for no. me. How important do you think, like, the wording is? Do you try to, like, get the wording of all your jokes the it's same? Or you flip it around, try to see what works? Or Yeah, I definitely try different types of wording. But wording's so important. Like, I didn't think it was that important until I would do, like, <coughs> excuse me, the same joke. And like uh over and over and then some ways i did it and it got a huge laugh yeah. and some other ways i did it is like got nothing like people didn't understand at all and the difference was i said something slower wow. or like the difference was i Timing, left out yeah. like so or the you know it's like very it's very fragile like yeah comedy is very fragile because it's um like, it needs so many specific factors for it to work in a room. Like, the everyone has to be paying attention to you. The it has to be kind of dark. Like, there has to be a spotlight on you. The audio has to be good. Like, it has to be... Yeah, there's so many factors. Yeah. And your background should... You should be well lit. Like, yeah, basically. And because I did a show at a restaurant <laughs> one oh day. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm, and, like, they didn't know there was going to be a show. Audiences have to know there was a show. Right. And they have to be willing. Yeah. Like, that restaurant didn't know that I was going to be there. And then uh, my background was, like, the street, the traffic. Oh, yeah. And it was, so like, so bright. I know. It was so bright, too. And so it was, like, I was, like, backlit, you know? Yeah. So I was dark. And then... Um, yeah, the audio was good, but like, yeah, no, everything else was horrible, and the That's entire right. restaurant left. Yeah, so people don't realize like some restaurants or places will be like, let's just have a comedy show, let's have a comedian, and it's like, no, you kind of have really to background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, because I asked them during my set when everyone was getting very angry. They, I was like what usually happens here you yeah. know you've never had a comedian what usually happens they're like oh like you know music jazz or whatever it's or like, yeah and i'm like that yeah that makes sense yeah yeah i mean especially at a restaurant well it's sort of a dying thing like a dinner and a show it's not mm-hmm. really like i guess frederico's does it oh really on the, yeah but it's not comedy well i don't know really what they do i've never been there but i know it's like a supper club but that's yeah. sort of like a dying like thing yeah i don't know do you think comedy is better now or like in the past um i think it's getting it's just i think it's going in waves it's just like yeah people um I think it's better because there are more voices, yeah. different voices now yeah. Yeah. to be heard. But uh, it's very refreshing to hear different perspectives, like people immigrating here, you know, and like their different backgrounds and stuff. And uh, what made you think that you could do it? Like, was there someone you saw? Yeah, that's a good question because I, I didn't think I could do it at all. Like, I watched it growing up always. Mm-hmm. I've always, like, loved it and it it was just like a big part of me but I never thought it was a thing that I could do Mm -hmm. and I would go to school and just watch it and then I don't know what made it oh yeah what made me think that I I would do it could do it was basically in university there was a club like a comedy club Mm -hmm. and I was like oh that's weird and then it said 
it had improv, stand up, and sketch. And I was like, okay, I'm interested in those. And so I signed up. Mm-hmm. And then at those meetings, it was just these amateurs. Like, we're all amateurs, right? Yeah. Like, just doing it. And I was like, oh, people, regular people can do it. And so, <laughs> you know, I was like, just oh. Just like that. Yeah. Did you like sketch or improv? No, I hated. <laughs> no, no, like, it was. I liked it. It was, like, refreshing, but it was just a different skill set. Like, it was a different muscle, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, um, like sketch is very hard to visualize something and then, like, write it down and then be the different voices, Yeah. you know? It's very and theatrical. Yeah. Which is not really, like, your style from what I can <laughs> tell. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be more, like dramatic i guess but uh i'm writing sketches right now though and uh yeah i wrote a few and like i filmed one last like two mondays ago yeah exciting yeah so it's gonna come out soon and like we're editing and i i I, i'm writing another sketch right now so yeah it's like pretty fun and it feels like you're doing so much even though you're not like because you script writing yeah you write like a few sentences and that's like two pages yeah you know? yeah <laughs> so it's like oh i did so much today i wrote <laughs> three pages of script uh, but um improv is cool though like i respect people that um can do it and make it look so like make it so funny yeah. but it's it's i i did one class i did like one free class here in vancouver mm-hmm. it was um it's just hard because you're not in control. Like, when you're doing stand-up, you're fully in control yeah. the whole time you're yeah. on stage. But uh, with improv, you have to play off of other people. And I've never really liked working with other people. <laughs> but then so. in your sketches, are you are you just solo in the ones that you Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the sketches I wrote are, like, just me yeah. or, like, one other person Great. that's not on camera. So maybe I, I'm the problem. Maybe I'm a <laughs> well, narcissist. To, to each their own. <laughs> to each their own. That's fair. Um, what's, like, your ultimate, like, goal? Like, you want to be, like, a big touring comedian you want to have a show like what? yeah I think well just reaching more people I guess and I guess getting respect as a comedian yeah because I there because I respect so many of the big names that I watch right mm-hmm. and I kind of want that respect you know yeah like like the yeah. Knowing that it's interesting, it's not the fame, but it's like the respect. No, yeah, because the fame part is like whatever. Yeah, I don't really. You're right. That's not like, oh, I need strangers to know me. No, I. I think you want just, people who know what they're doing to think you also know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want people to think I'm funny, basically. Yeah, <laughs> but the the right people. Mm, no, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um. But yeah, you're right. Like. Like. The right people and yeah, people in the industry, I guess. Like, I think yeah, what drives me nuts is like meeting, meeting new people that I have to prove that I'm funny to. Yeah, yeah. It's like I know that sounds psychotic, but it's something that I always try to do. Like if I, yeah, like I need people to know I'm funny, which is so stupid. Like in your (laughs) like dating life, is it like that? Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always like trying to but it's funny because every time i date someone i will like if if i know they think i'm funny i'm 
disinterested after. That sounds like a self-esteem problem. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. Okay. But、Isn't、I stopped that. Yeah. I、Good. think so. It、yeah. is. It's like, oh, they think I'm funny. They must be stupid. No. No. But no, I, that's not a conscious thought. Yeah. But I think like. In the back of my Now head, that、maybe. you've named it, maybe you'll stop. No, no, no. We're making breakthroughs right now. Yeah, that's come on the podcast. <laughs> solve your life problems. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I've overcome that because my boyfriend of right now he thinks I'm hilarious. Okay,、so, and I'm interested in him. So you're still interested. I、that's、think、good. it's okay. Yeah, I think I think I've passed my immature ways. But yeah, no, with dating with his family too. I met his family and then. They already, cause my boyfriend's a comedian too, and like oh, he, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and like he, his family already know him as the comedian, right, of the family,、yeah. and so when I entered, they were like, oh, you're le- you're like his, our son's girlfriend, like you're not. But I'm like I'm a comedian too. Like look, like I'm trying、yeah. to make them. Them laugh too. Yeah, I'm like yeah. trying to prove myself to them. But it's like who cares? Like th- that's their son. You know, it's like I know, but <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs>、yeah. How is that though? Dating another comedian though? Do you find it like is there like a competition type vibe at all? Or like say you're working on something, do you run it past him? And how does that、mm-hmm. go? Yeah, yeah. Like I. There, it is kind of like a comp. Not really, though. I think I'm only competitive when it comes to. Well, just because we're different. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm playing to different. Pl- I mean, even though we're all trying to get the same audience, he's like a straight white male, right?、Yeah. And I am, yeah, a Asian woman. So. We're different, yeah. But it is still kind of competitive. We will run stuff by each other. We'll be like, "Oh, can you read this? Is it funny? Can you check on that?" Like we trust each other to, yeah, to um, know what's funny. Do you get mad if he says it's not? Yeah, yeah. I'll get very. I'll be like, "What? You hate me? <laughs> you hate me? You hate my personality?" It's really hard. <laughs>、yeah. I mean, I run my work. Not that my. Like husband's a graphic designer, but I'll be like, "We, you know, what do you think of this?" And if he doesn't like it, I get, I get hurt, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though you're the one that asks, like, yeah, is and he's、trash? like, "Do you want me to lie?" Yeah, it's like, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, or like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the right answer is. It's kind of like I trap him, basically. I know. <laughs> what does he do? Um. Well, he's a musician, but he's like you know also、okay. has like an office job. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like artists are very insecure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I said that to him. I was like, I would never say that. If you sh- like played me some music, I would only like be like, oh yeah, I like this, this, and this. Right. I tell you what I like. I would never say I didn't like it. Yeah. Exactly. That is a tip that I got from.、Uh, I don't remember, but some seminar maybe th- that I went to about、uh, writing scripts. Basically,、uh, is to only give positive feedback. Like, don't say anything about the bad stuff. Just say what you、yeah. like about it, and only take the good thing and scrap everything, and then rewrite. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's healthy for everybody. Yeah. Though, I mean, I, I think maybe an older person might think that our generation is like. <laughs> Too sensitive. Too sensitive. <laughs> <Yeah> . <laughs> Too sensitive. And I for sure like don't do that to other people when I'm like creative directing them. No, <laughs> I don't give them the same benefit as my husband. I guess <laughs> you're like this is garbage. I'll be like that's not working. <laughs> that's not working.、Um, But I don't know. Ugh, yeah, maybe I should take my own advice here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's true. They do have that rule at my work. You're supposed to say like I like, I wish. So it's like I like、oh. blah 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 blah. I wish that maybe 
yada 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 interesting okay that's yeah. like very passive aggressive totally it's like the <laughs> shit sandwich approach it's yeah. like two good things sandwiching yeah. a bad thing so yeah. that softens the blow yeah you're like i wish it wasn't uh, shitty trash yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wish this wasn't complete hot garbage but yeah. you know no, no people aren't that bad i don't think i don't think no. when you watch um like comedies now or like a comedian does mm-hmm. it kind of ruin it what do you mean ruin it like do you just are you constantly thinking about your own work when you're watching other comedians? i think s- sometimes when it's not that great you know if it's amazing i'm just lost in it right yeah. i'll be laughing like i'll yeah. be like so and i'll be so appreciative i'll be, like because 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 i watch so much much stand-up now by being at shows like watching um different stand-ups around vancouver and they're all like really great but i just watch them over and over again right yeah and so it's not like i know everyone's material pretty much so yeah. i'm not like dying laughing yeah but when i go watch like a touring headliner or something usually if they're super good i'm like so appreciative i'm like oh wow this is amazing like they're such a pro and i should you know work towards that so if it's really good i'll forget about it yeah but if it's kind of like it's not i'm not super lost in it i'm not laughing really hard i'll be thinking about i'll be like the mechanics of it yeah yeah. exactly i'll be like oh uh, i should not do what he's doing or i should do more of he's what he's doing you know yeah yeah Yeah. it's Mm -hmm. sort of stressful i know it like it kind of happens with anything you do like creatively if you start to do it and then you just start to pick kind of dissect it out, Mm -hmm. out in the wild and overanalyze. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, especially with stand-up, you can't... I don't know if it's with every art form. Probably. But, like, with stand-up, in my experience, it's, um, if you overthink it, it's usually bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For your mental health also. Yeah. I think... Well, and speaking of mental health, like, lots of comedians have, like, issues with mental health or, mm-hmm. you know depression or whatever and you know arguably some people say like that's where like the funny comes from would you agree that like you need to have gone through something or have like mm-hmm. i don't think darkness so in you no no i don't think so i think that's a a little bit of a crutch yeah. because um anything can be funny like like ivan decker yeah yeah he talks about you know like walnuts or you know like like restaurant experiences and it's it's like that's not traumatic i use him as an example a lot of times in my job in advertising (laughs) as like oh yeah a spokesperson like with the comedy like this it's like not offensive yeah yeah, yeah. it's very (laughs) clean and but it's um, still really funny it's so funny he's hilarious and like he but yeah, no, he doesn't speak on any like traumatic experiences. I don't think yeah. you need that. But for some people, it does work. Like, yeah, um, maybe some people do need that. I think everybody's different, probably. I guess if you're like, as we said, like true to you, yeah, if, like your personality is like dark and whatever, yeah, and that makes sense for your comedy, then yeah. But if it's not, a hundred percent, yeah, 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 like people. It's it's so sad when I mean I don't know if it's sad but just it's frustrating to see it's, uh, when I see comedians try to I can tell they're imitating someone yeah you know it's like oh no just be yourself like you'll be fine yeah yeah and like people want to see you and uh, but they'll be like doing an imitation of somebody and I'll be like okay no and sometimes I catch myself doing that too you know yeah um, but it's like no cut it out you have to. Is it hard with, like, 
like how like small it is now in society where you can see everyone's comedy it's like good as you're saying because there's like lots of different voices and whatever Mm -hmm. but are you not like paranoid that like someone's done this joke before do you like google it yeah always yeah i always have that unless it's so specific to me yeah um if it's like a topic what i'm talking about like i'll be so paranoid but be like feel like i've heard that before and then i'll say it over and over again yeah. to my boyfriend and he'll be like no no i don't think so i've never heard of it like yeah and i'll google and it's like nothing but it's just this like just a bad paranoia. feeling yeah because yeah, i'm so terrified of like cop stealing someone's joke uh unintentionally yeah but parallel thought happens though i see a lot of for sure yeah i see a lot of people have similar jokes where i'm like i know that they thought of those separately because they're not the type to steal yeah yeah yeah. well also like especially if you're bringing stuff up that's like in popular culture or Mm -hmm. like something in the news or whatever like uh, yeah 100 percent. that's gonna happen yeah oh man um what about your joke i want to talk about your joke uh, like being in a really good place oh yeah (laughs) um so you you describe it as like when people say that it's like it means they're probably in the worst place. Yeah, yeah, lying. yeah. They're is that, lying. Is that from experience? <laughs> yeah, it is. This was when I was uh, addicted to coke. <laughs> oh, like, shit. But, like, kind of. I so mean, you did have a dark past. I guess, We've but it was, it. like, really fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you were kind of in a good place. I was, but I was just, like, I felt something empty, you yeah. know? Because that, that was a time where I wasn't doing stand-up, mm. and I was... I knew it was available to me, but for some reason I wasn't going for it. I think my mom wanted me to be responsible, right? And she, because I decided to drop out of school, and she was she freaked out. Like oh. my family freaked out, and they were like, "What? You're dropping out of school? That's insane!" And I'll be like, and I was like, "Oh no, no, it's fine. I'm gonna work at this restaurant. I was working at a restaurant. <laughs> I was like, it's they're fine. Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're like, is there a direction? And then I was like, okay. And it seemed like working at the restaurant had more of a direction than stand-up you know what i mean because the restaurant there's a hierarchy that you can look at i mean i know i know it was very stupid what i was thinking of and so i did that to make my family happy kind of because i kind of convinced them i was like if i'm the general manager of some blah blah restaurant like because it was a chain so it was like they 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 did have like a big corporate thing And so they were like, oh, okay. And so they were kind of happy for a little bit. But I was very, because I was like, I don't want this. And yeah. then I was like doing drugs and going out and stuff. And uh, and I I would tell my friends, I would be like, oh, yeah. And, and I would catch my friends say that and stuff. And I would catch people say that. And the next day they would be crying. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's also me. Like, that's very common. I feel like girls yeah. say that a lot. Or people, I don't know. But That's pretty funny. That's, well, earlier in the intro for this episode I was talking about um, like when you're not like doing the thing you're meant to do you become like a menace to society which is kind of what (laughs) happened to you it's like you weren't fulfilling like your like heart's desire yeah so you were like becoming a menace you're on coke you're doing different shit you're like just yeah not yeah i was going to music festivals they're fun but (laughs) i was not doing it well (laughs) yeah i don't know like a music festival like i did it 
maybe once or twice and yeah mm-hmm. it was fun but also like i don't think i'll ever do that again no me either no it's it feels like a one-time thing right Where, yeah. which one did you go to glastonbury in um england which oh wow is a huge one yeah oh wow so i feel like i did it right yeah i, think I did so. that and then i did bumber shoot and then that was like it Oh, those are good ones. Yeah, yeah. So I did Coachella. <laughs> that's a classic. I, guess. I know. I was. Uh, it was. Uh, yeah. No. Did you see anyone got... good? See, it would be great if you were like at the one that Beyonce did. That'd be like. Oh, uh, did I? No, I did the Lady Gaga year. That was the year that Beyonce dropped out because oh. because she was pregnant, I think, with right. twins, and then Lady Gaga filled in. But she was amazing. But during, I remember. Oh, I remember Lady Gaga so well because during that, I got some bad like ecstasy and it gave me like the worst headache of my life and i never did ecstasy again i never will do it again it's like was it ecstasy it was probably like drano or something oh isn't that fucked up yeah why do people do that yeah we got it from like this guy this bald guy that had a palace of cats like he had cats all (laughs) yeah i know it was bizarre (laughs) kind of a red flag (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but then also, it's like, what do, like, legit people who sell ecstasy look like? Right? I, I, I we know. had no contact. How would you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I don't really know. Is but there, like, an Angie's list for, like, drug dealers? <laughs> I wish. Like an Airbnb where you rate them and they rate you? <laughs> this should exist, perhaps. I mean, I'm just Business saying. idea. Business yeah. idea. Free business idea for you. <laughs> yeah, like... It's because we were in LA, we had no contacts, yeah. you know. So it was like uh, we were like, "Oh, my friend's friend knows a guy," and I was like, "Okay, let's go." And you know what? It's pretty nefarious, but I think like that's a problem lots of people have. They go on vacation. They're yeah. obviously when they're on vacation, they want to like have a good time. Yeah, but they can't find the drugs, the safe drugs. That is a business idea because there's a problem mm-hmm. right there. I'm not condoning, like, doing drugs. I'm just saying. There's a way to make that legal. Make an app or something. Maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, if Pirate Bay can still exist, can that not? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. There are a lot of sketchy stuff that's, like, illegal technically, but it is still online. I know. How is Pirate Bay still happening? I don't know. That's just weird. No one shut that down. I think they, like, tried several times, but they just keep coming back. I think maybe. Are they, like, a front? Do they kind of put up a front? Like, oh, we're a file sharing company or uh, something. I no? mean, Pirate Bay sounds yeah. pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's kind of like right there in the name. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Robert. Ro- no, Robert. Robbers. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Robbers file share. We're totally legit. Yeah. Okay. We're going to play a game called Happy or Sad. Do you know this? Nice. So basically, I'm just going to say, and then you're going to say happy or sad, and you can expand on your answer. Okay. That's fun. Um, Manic Pixie Dream Girls. Oh. oh sad. I don't like that don't like, like, trope. No. Yeah. I think it's just overplayed. Yeah. And just. It makes them kind of like. Even though they're so manic and wild, it kind of makes them one-dimensional. Yeah, it's become... I'm sure when it was fresh, it was really interesting. Yeah. But just it's been done so many times where I'm like, okay, she's just going to... Over it. mm, You know, climb up on that railing and (laughs) yell or something. You know, it's like just very predictable. Yeah, that's what she would do. Yeah, right? Or she's going to you know yell at her mom and then be really nice to a stray cat. You know, it's just like... (laughs) 
very yeah i don't know and uh yeah i get it <laughs> i'm with you okay uh crazy rich asians oh good happy <laughs> <laughs> i have to say happy <laughs> yeah well you don't have to say happy but yeah i mean i think it's like yeah you can you expand well (laughs) i mean yeah no diversity and anything is great yeah in movies is great like i said it's just you know different voices and different um yeah different people getting heard it's like validation like when i grew up i was watching i was kind of growing up here and i was watching romantic comedies of just like Cameron Diaz, right? Yeah, and like yeah. Sandra Bullock, you know, it's just like all these uh, white female faces. And I would think, wait, I don't look like that. Is yeah. is that wrong? You know, I, w- yeah. I would be like, oh no, they're the prettiest. And then I would, I would put myself second. Yeah. And then, um, so it's good uh, to see the mainstream have different faces so that little For girls sure. can like look at that and be like, oh, I'm okay. like that's fine for sure and that's the thing it's a big mainstream movie it's a big like Mm -hmm. rom-com blockbuster yeah it's funny though sorry it's funny though because when i went to go watch that movie i like had stomach issues and then i couldn't finish it and my boyfriend would always make fun of me like because every time i would talk about crazy rich did he say you walked out (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. he'll be like you walked out to take a shit in the like sorry can i say yeah yeah okay (laughs) to take a shit in the bathroom for like 30 minutes you don't like that movie don't say you like it and i was like i don't like it did you ever see the ending no <laughs> i was I they all die oh no, no just kidding just kidding <laughs> iron man comes <laughs> yeah it's a, like mashup yeah <laughs> okay um the long well let's stay in the movie genre for right now okay the lion king remake happy yeah same well okay actually no no i don't but actually i'm mixed neutral yeah because i'm sick of remakes yeah like uh, it's done to death like can we make new movies yeah you know like i feel like everything's been a remake yeah and it's exhausting and it feels like i have to watch it because i watched the original and so it's like it seems like a job like it's not fun anymore (laughs) right i'm like oh i have to go watch lion king so i can talk about it and uh haven't watched it yet but i saw it last night and and before like okay well i saw two movies last night so like this probably was before the other one that was not for children but they Mm -hmm. had like quentin tarantino you know how they have like the Tanner Zipchen guy like talking to people about movies like before in the previews you know like oh, movies okay. that are upcoming you know like okay oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so like there's one with like Quentin Tar- Tarantino and he's like yeah you know like I like sat at, in front of a blank piece of paper and there wasn't a movie until I wrote it he was being like so passive aggressive like saying like this is not a remake I fucking wrote this movie oh <laughs> I was like what <laughs> yeah, like, yeah he said it in a weird way but like whatever it was just yeah, like yeah. you know there wasn't a movie until I wrote this movie oh wow and it was like ooh shots fired yeah Quentin Tarantino I love him though I love his mo- well actually I don't I have no feelings towards him but I like his movies <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yeah I'll, I'll see this next one for sure the once upon a time one yeah okay yeah Ooh, it looks i think i'm gonna see that like good. right after this oh yeah yeah <laughs> wow all right um i recommend you see the art of self-defense oh very hilarious dark comedy with jesse eisenberg 
Mm-hmm. I love Jesse Eisenberg. Oh man, mm-hmm. it's you'll love this movie. Okay, yeah. Who's it? Who wrote it? I don't know. Not a big name. Okay, it's, it feels very indie. Oh okay. Yeah, cool, it's yeah. playing at Tinseltown. Check that one. Oh, anyway, check that out. Yeah, yeah, check that one out. Um, okay, last one. Dane Cook. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Okay, like, I respect that he's made it for himself. Uh-huh. He's, like, definitely uh-huh. one of the most successful comedians ever. Yeah. But I just, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, know, I know. So the reason I bring this up, and I doubt she'll ever listen to this podcast, but this person, okay, so we uh-huh. have, like, a Slack channel at my work, like, a general uh-huh. Slack channel just for, like, whatever, jokes right. and memes and whatever. And, like, this person who, like, just started at my work, like posted oh i feel like none of you have heard or, or know of dane cook here's your like here's your like laugh for friday and like posted a video and i was just like no i was so like embarrassed for her yeah she's like have you guys heard of dane cook like this new uh, indie com- comedian I, just, I couldn't i just i was like i still don't know what to do with these feelings which is why i'm bringing it up because it's so horrifying no that's i don't um, I don't want to like you shame should check her in like with her. Every- you should shame her. <laughs> right? You should check in. Like, is she okay? Well I feel like she's I don't not. Know. <laughs> I feel like she's not doing well in her life. It, yeah. If no, but one time I was like, I was doing stand up, and uh, it was a particular. It was a very small room, and there was like maybe four people. And then one of the ladies, she kept heckling. So I was like, "Okay, yeah. fine, I'll fucking talk to you, right?" I was yeah. like, "Fine, you want it? You want this? I'll give it to you." <laughs> Yeah. And so we were talking. I was like, who's your favorite comedian? I'll try to be more like them or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you will shut up. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, dang cook. And oh. I was like, okay, I'm leaving. Like, I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, like, you win. This is awful. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's why you've been so annoying this whole time. Yeah, it yeah. explains so much. And also he's dating, what, like a 17-year-old? Probably. Yeah, she is, she's, she's, no, she's not 17. She's like, I think she might be maybe she just turned 20 whatever he's like 40 something i know he that's uh, and they're always like oh we love we like age is not you know all right all (laughs) right all right (laughs) yeah he's like oh like we fell in love with each other like like she's still kind of a child i don't know yeah like she's still she doesn't she thinks lion king is a original movie yeah like she's never seen the the yeah yeah like she's too young you can't How would you... I don't know how you could have a relationship with someone with such a vast... It'd be too hard because there's always, like, cultural references. Especially if you're a comedian, you're probably, like, making, I would assume, like, jokes all the time that reference stuff that they're like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, even with me and my boyfriend, we were, like, seven years apart. and And... And even with that, like, we will make references that we don't get. But also, I'm an immigrant, so I missed... There's also that layer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and, yeah, like, yeah. just... Uh, yeah, like, so many I missed, and I, like, pretty much only watched Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Any Family Guy reference, you're on it. I'm like, yeah, I get that. Stewie, <laughs> I'm like, Quagmire, I know. And, Have um, you gone to, like, a Family Guy trivia and just, like, slayed it? <laughs> no, I'm too embarrassed. I can't go. <laughs> like, uh, I used to be so proud of watching Family Guy, and then people, like, shame me for it. Like, Dane Cook, like, pretty. I was her. I was your friend, like, yeah. co-worker. 
Um, and people are like, Ugh, Do you what? feel saved now, though? It was it what? good that people shamed you? Yeah, bit? it was very good because okay. I, I stopped telling people about that. Okay. I'm like, Simpsons? I love The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Well, it's on this podcast now, so you can never escape oh, it. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thanks for coming to talk with me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. My song choice for today comes from Kelarisa, whose name basically reminds me of Game of Thrones, but regardless, she's been a touring member of Destroyer and How to Dress Well. Her solo sound is dreamy and synthy with lots of layered vocals. From her album, Ocean Electro, this is Ocean Electric from Kelarisa. is produced by myself and Sad Magazine. We record at the Vancouver Public Library and the intro and interstitial music is by Shamir.